With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Doc, Doc, you gotta give us some good news. Yeah. Welcome, Destination Devi listeners. This is Jeff Mueller, Doctor of Physical Therapy, your host for the Destination Devi Injuries Pod. Let's dive into injuries for Week 15. If you made it into Round 1 of playoffs, I wish you luck. Hopefully you get those wins. Hopefully you make it to Week 16 in the next round of playoffs. All right, at quarterback, C.J. Stroud, he's still dealing with a concussion. He is still in protocol and listed as doubtful. The Texans are preparing to start Case Keenum, so this should be a downtick to the entire Texans offense. Unfortunately, you know, Tank Dell is already out. We know that. Nico Collins is likely out. Uh, Dalton Schultz is back, but, yeah, this whole Texans offense, uh, I think they're going to struggle here. So I'd prefer to stay away from pretty much all Texans. If, if any... Texans were to be played, uh, maybe Devin Singletary. Taysom Hill, he is off the injury report with that foot injury, foot and uh, left left hand. Not sure if I would want to start Taysom Hill. He's very boomer bust. We don't know what his entire role is going to be. We just have to hope here that this doesn't lead to a downtick and roll for Alvin Kamara at the goal line. So when Taysom Hill is active, he tends to get those goal line touches. Uh, you know, Alvin Kamara's upside has been tremendous lately, and he's been carrying us uh, through this late playoff push and then hopefully into playoffs. So hopefully Taysom Hill doesn't come in and steal some goal line touchdowns. At running back, Isaiah Pacheco, he is out this week, uh, and we actually found out that he wound up getting surgery on his shoulder, very different than just a bone bruise or contusion. Sounds like he had uh, some floaters, essentially the docs would go in, do a debridement, an easy cleanup, and debride those out, cut those out. If that's the case, if that's truly the case, I do think Isaiah Pacheco has a good chance of playing next week. We'll just have to see how he does in practice. For this week, I do believe Jerick McKinnon will likely get more of a role. Um, they wanted to ease him in last week coming off his own groin injury, even though he got full participations in last week prior to the game. Uh, and Jerick McKinnon was getting the goal line work. So, I think if you want one of these running backs or you need one of these running backs, I would pick the higher upside and go. And he's more boom and bust, but more of a boom than what CEH would probably provide. I would rather pick Jarek McKinnon over Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Aaron Jones, he's still dealing with that knee injury. He's listed as questionable. He did get three limited participations in all week. We still don't know if he's going to play. Again, the Packers staff remains cautious with these players who are injured, especially Aaron Jones. Um, you know, they've, they've dealt with Aaron Jones's injuries over these last couple years, and they've kind of slow played his return. So we don't know exactly what to project. If A.J. Dillon is out, 
then I do think they will probably use Aaron Jones more than what they would if A.J. Dillon was in, obviously. Um, but, again, this is this could be a very risky play in round one of playoffs. Uh, he, you're you're kind of banking on high efficiency per touch, with which we've seen before from Aaron Jones. The good news, at least, if you had to play Aaron Jones, if you don't have any other options or you're just kind of making a desperate play, um, the good news, at least, is that you know, Aaron Jones, you know, in video recently seen from camp, he's moving pretty well. He's cutting off his, off his knee. He's cutting off, you know, he's, he's moving really well, nonlinear movements, which is what you want to see. Uh, he's accelerating. It looked like he was accelerating and decelerating well. Um, the only thing I didn't see in video is him taking contact. So you just don't know how he's going to respond to that. And we don't even know if he's going to be active. So if you need to play Aaron Jones, if he's active, I think you can play him. Just you have to view him more like a running back three. Uh, and AJ Dillon, I don't expect him to play. He is dealing with a broken thumb uh, fracture, so it sounds like they're trying to see if he can play. He's listed as questionable. He was a did not participate first two days out of the week, and then got a limited participation in on Friday. Uh, but yeah, he's dealing with this broken thumb. It's unlikely that he plays. I, I Even if he plays, there's a very low floor risk here. So either way, I would avoid A.J. Dillon. Brian Robinson, he is out again with a hamstring injury. Uh, likely boost to Antonio Gibson. Ron Rivera did say that Chris Rodriguez needs to get more involved. Um, but yeah, I, I wouldn't want to play Chris Rodriguez at all. I don't, I don't think he would limit the upside of Antonio Gibson. But this could be a scenario where the commanders just choose to go away, you know, just have Sam Howell throw it and go away from the running backs. So, but out of these, out of these running backs, if you want any of them with receiving upside, that would be Antonio Gibson. So hopefully if you play Gibson, hopefully he gets a touchdown, uh, especially if his volume is low or his, his uh, yardage is low. Devon A. Chan, he's dealing with a toe injury. It sounds like he's going to play, but he is questionable after, uh, getting two did not participates in early in the week and then a limited on Friday. Uh, there's some risk here. He's already boom bust. And last week we saw if he's not getting touchdowns, he's not getting a ton of volume and his yardage while he's efficient per touch. I, I, I'm trying to remember how many points he had, but I think he only had six, seven points. You know, that could be the floor that you're looking at, which like, do you want that in round one of playoffs? Now he's coming off another injury. Um, you know, especially toe injuries for speedy running backs. It's just very risky. There's a chance for re-injury in-game. There's a chance for reduced acceleration, pain with deceleration, uh, less explosive plays, which A-Chan's game has been predicated off of explosive plays. So I'm viewing A-Chan as very boom-bust. I know it's really hard. You look at A-Chan and, you know, it's hard to sit him, especially, you know, thinking about the production that he had early in the season. But... I just think this is going to be a very risky play and, and could wind up a very low floor, you know, three to five points. So the the problem is you sit him, then he winds up going off for, you know, 25 points, and it's like, oh, why did I listen to that? So coin flip, trust yourself on these decisions here. If you have a safer option, like if I'm picking def- between Devon Achan and DeAndre Swift, I'm actually picking Swift in that scenario, uh, given the matchup and given... Yeah, given the matchup. Given the matchup and less re-injury risk, which is odd to say because we all know DeAndre Swift's prior injury history. 
Uh, Ramondre Stevenson, he is out again this week with the ankle injury. I, there's a chance he could return next week, but this uh, I'm kind of anticipating that he's going to be out again. Zeke Elliott remains a running back two with high upside. So if you have to play Zeke out there, I think he's safe to play volume, volume play um, and just hope he gets a touchdown too. Jerome Ford, he's dealing with that wrist injury, but he has been fully removed off the injury report. Imaging came back negative. I think you can start him if you need to start him. Just know, you know, he's been very consistent. Uh, the downside with his consistency is he hasn't had a huge ceiling. So uh, even when he gets a touchdown, he still somehow winds up with 11, 12 points. When he doesn't get a touchdown, somehow he winds up with 11, 12 points. So uh, at least he, at least you kind of know, okay, at least, you know, maybe I can get 11, 12 points out of Jerome Ford. Wide receiver. Justin Jefferson, he is expected to play. I did tweet on on him because I think the game's going to start before this comes out. Um, yeah, hopefully you start him. Um, there is some re-injury risk, especially if he takes a hard shot to the ribs, to the chest, but it does sound like it was a mild case. Um, the, the trip to the hospital was just precautionary, which is good. By video, it, it honestly, it looked like a mild injury. Um, just one of those, you know, make sure he doesn't have any fractures and then pain-dependent, so... He's going to play. I hope you have him in your starting lineup. You don't bench a guy like Justin Jefferson. Chris Olave, he is a game-time decision. He didn't practice at all this week with an ankle injury. Apparently, he suffered the ankle injury on his touchdown catch last week. Uh, he'll test it in pregame. I would lean towards avoiding him due to re-injury risk. Uh, there's more re-injury risk on Olave than I think there is with a guy like Tyreek. If Tyreek is active, I'll touch on him later. Uh, but yeah, given... Given the quarterback play, given the ankle re-injury um, uh, risk, I would lean towards sitting Chris Olave as long as you have a good pivot. DJ Moore, he is questionable, got a full participation in on Friday. He already told reporters he's good to go. I'm not concerned on DJ Moore on this injury. He suffered his ankle injury um, on the first drive in the third quarter uh, last week and then wound up actually getting all of his receiving production after that injury. And he was moving really well, um, didn't seem to show any limitations. I think they were just limiting his practice reps. I don't have any injury concerns on this. And based on what I've seen, actually, on paper, the Browns look like a tough matchup. I, I'm not necessarily concerned about DJ Moore with this Browns matchup, given the coverage that they play. Uh, DJ Moore has, I think I saw Scott Barrett say, five uh, yards per route run against this coverage that the Browns typically play. So the the only the only troubling factor is you know will the will, how will Justin Fields do obviously because Fields has to get the ball to DJ Moore, but I think he'll be fine. Chris Godwin he is dealing with a knee injury. He's listed as questionable, but he did get a full participation in on Friday. Good sign for his availability. Um, tough sign for. You know, he has not been providing us those high upside games. He's He's been hovering around somewhere between 8 to 11, 12 points um, and just hasn't, hasn't had his upside that he used to have. So if you've made it this far with Chris Godwin, you're probably not benching him. But, yeah, hopefully you have a better option, at least a higher upside option than him for this week, especially for round one of playoffs. Christian Watson, he is listed as doubtful with his hamstring injury. Not surprising. I expect him to miss this week, possibly another week. Um, yeah, just anticipate. He's listed as doubtful. Majority of players who are listed as doubtful miss the game. So should be a boost to Jaden Reed here. 
especially boost to Jane Reed, especially if Aaron Jones is out and A.J. Dillon is out. Um, they've been using Jaden Reed in kind of like a Debo light role. Uh, yeah, it should be a boost to Jaden Reed. Nico Collins, he is listed as doubtful, technically questionable, but there's been multiple reports that he will be out with the calf injury. Plan on not having Nico Collins. Uh, possibly back next week, but no guarantees there. And then Noah Brown, he's listed as questionable. He did get three limited participations in throughout the week. I, this one's tough because we saw the production that Noah Brown had early in the season when I believe Nico was out during that time period. It was either Nico or Tank. I think it was Nico. Um, the, the, the downside there is that was with C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud is a talent elevator, uh, and Case Keenum will be quarterback this week. So I, I would not play Noah Brown. This is a very risky situation. Again, you're playing with very low floor risks with small chance of a you know small percentage chance of a boom game. So I would rather play somebody else unless you just have no other options. There's a there's a lot of injuries so maybe that's your case. Hollywood Brown, he's still dealing with that heel injury but he, he he's listed as questionable but he sounds like he will play. Jonathan Gannon kind of indicated that he's expected to play. Hollywood indicated he's expected to play. The the downside here is risky start coming off the heel injury where they're likely is still some re-injury risk. Last game he played, he tried to play through it, uh, wound up leaving the game early. That could happen this week again. And the Niners' defense has been very tough lately. Um, this this may not be a great matchup for Hollywood Brown. Uh, even though, you know, one thing to watch, you know, Charvarius Ward may not play with a groin injury, um, but Ambry Thomas, I think Ambry Thomas could, could likely cover and stick with Hollywood Br- Brown. Excuse me. And, uh, yeah, it, just a just a very risky play, in my opinion. So view view Hollywood Brown more or less like a wide receiver, three, four range, uh, with a potential for low floor and re-injury risk. Tyreek Hill, he's still he's dealing with that ankle injury. He was a, did not participate all three days out of the week. Gut feeling that he does not suit up, but the Dolphins are going to see how he feels in pregame. He is the kind of player who could show up Sunday and wind up playing with no practice, kind of like a DeAndre Hopkins, you know, those type of players. So if Tyreek is active, you play him and just hope for the best. Uh, you know, I was looking into some of the info for the game. The weather's supposed to be atrocious. I, I would lean towards not playing Tua. Um, there's going to be a ton of wind, ton of rain. Uh, that, that To me, that increases the risk. That's, that's one of the reasons why I have a gut feeling Tyreek won't suit up. I don't think they'll put him out there with a with an ankle injury and those sloppy conditions. Um, you know, it just it increases your risk of slipping, of of sliding, of not having the stability that you want out of your ankle. And he's already coming in with an injury, so just just watch his status. If he's in, he's probably going to be schemed a ton of those touches where you know they get the ball in to his hand early, low a dot, don't have to deal with the wind, and just try to get him yak. So if he's active, you play him. Uh, just watch his status closely. Jamar Chase, his game is actually about to start here. Uh, he is off the injury report, good to go. I hope you have him in your, your lineup. I do expect a better game this week than last week. Um, yeah, I think Jake Browning's going to be getting him the ball more. Demario Douglas, he's coming off his concussion where he missed two games. He will be active. He's fully removed off the injury report. I do think this could be a decent game. There's there's some risk in playing him, obviously. Uh, players have 
especially when they've missed multiple games with a concussion. And his for his case, it's a second concussion within this season, within the last couple months. Um, there is some increased re-injury risk for a secondary or, for his case, another a third concussion. Um, but I think they're going to need him. He very well could lead this team in targets. Um, they're going to be likely chasing points against Kansas City offense. So they're probably going to be throwing a lot. Uh, yeah, it, risky for round one. But again, if you're down a bunch of options and you have Demario Douglas, injury-wise, I think you could play him if you need to. Tight end, uh, Dalton Schultz, he's coming off his hamstring injury. He got full participations in all week and is expected to play. Again, this is a this is a tough decision here because much, much less upside with Case Keenum at quarterback than C.J. Stroud. Case Keenum is better than Davis Mills. He's at least more of a game manager. There's a chance that maybe you get 8, 10 points out of Schultz. Um, there's a good chance that Schultz winds up being the main target here with Nico out, Tank out. Uh, Robert Woods obviously is there. Uh, Noah Brown, if he's active, is probably going to be a, a top target getter. But um, yeah, Schultz, it, very risky play. I'm thinking you likely have a better tight end option. Uh, so probably lean towards playing that other option. Tyler Higby, he is likely active. He got full participations in throughout the week coming off his neck injury. Uh, I would not play Tyler, Tyler Higby. This is a great matchup against Washington. Uh, it's just very risky coming off multiple injuries this season. And then it seems like the Rams are starting to work in Davis Allen. Uh, it'd be nice if one of them was inactive, one of them was active, where we knew, okay, it's just going to be one tight end who's going to be out there. We don't know what the usage will look like. Out of the Rams offense, again, great matchup against Washington. Really the only ones I'd want to play, though, for sure, in this round one of, for playoffs, it would be Stafford. Cup, Puka, and Kyron. Dalton Kincaid, uh, he's coming off the shoulder injury, AC sprain. On Friday, he was in a non-contact jersey, but he was actually re fully removed off the injury report, uh, and he's expected to play. Given the fact that he was in a non-contact jersey on Friday, on the last day of practice, even though he's cleared to, to play, I'm thinking Buffalo likely plays him minimal snaps, just uses him in key key um, scenarios and reduces his overall touches, volume, reduces re-injury risk, how many times he's going to get hit. Uh, to me, and, and his upside has not been as high with Dalton, uh, with Dawson Knox active. So I would not be playing Dalton Kincaid this week. Um, yeah, there's the chance that he gets, you know, three catches and a touchdown, but it's just very risky. You're also risking him going out there and getting two, three points. So uh, lean towards finding another tight end option for this week. Darren Waller, I'm not sure he would be the other tight end option that you would want to look for, but he is expected to play, or at least he has a chance to play this week. He seemed to be optimistic about it coming off the hamstring injury. Um, this would be a situation where, given his past history, I would want to see him play and see him perform well before I actually throw him out into my starting roster. Um, especially, again, in playoffs, you have to make these smart decisions. This could be a very bad situation where he goes out there, thinks he's ready, goes out there, tries to run a, a long stride route, and pulls his hamstring again, you know, and leaves with two points. So just avoid Darren Waller for now. If he plays well, consider him for next round if you move on and you have him. Um, or in redraft leagues, if he's available on, on waivers, maybe for next week if he looks good. Uh, but yeah, for this week, I would avoid. 
All right, that covers all main injuries this week. If you have any questions, please reach out in the Destination Devi Players Injuries channel. Follow me on X at JMThrivePT for live updates as any injuries occur. I wish you luck. Go get those wins and playoffs. Hopefully you have a bye week to avoid. Uh, I know a couple people actually who they have Tyreek, Nico, uh, CJ Stroud, and they got a bye week. So hopefully that's your situation where you can get your players can get healthy. You have your players after the bye week and you avoided a likely loss this week. So, All right, good luck. We'll see you next week. Doctors orders. Doctors orders.